Warning, this show contains childish adult content and is intended for immature, mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views spoken are hours and hours alone, not those of any other bugger. If you're easily offended, we strongly suggest finding another podcast. Everybody neat and pretty, then on with the show. Welcome to a, uh, a shorter edition this week of Diz After Dark. I am Soap Dish and I'm joined by my two favourite Pauls, not named Boniface, Mr. D and P-Dubs. Hello. Hey. That's right to say, isn't it? You know, that's, so. that's not insulting anyone. That's kind of saying that I like you all um, and you're my favourite Pauls, not named Boniface. So I think, you know, that's, that's, that's reasonable. I think he's still stuck in that toilet. I'm he did sh- pop his head out the other day. Oh, did he, he really? Did, uh... oh, he did, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, but uh, he's still trapped in the cubicle. Better than being trapped in the closet, I suppose. It's like Hark Kelly. Um, so, this is going to be... Uh, well, we're, we're planning to be a shorter episode than normal. Knowing how we normally go, it could end up being almost as long, but the aim is for this to be a shorter one. And basically, the reason for that is um, people now... It's, it's starting to be disaster dark holiday season. So, um, we're most of us are going away at various times. So, for the next few weeks, it's going to be a bit sporadic. And we didn't want to just go into holiday season having not said anything really about it. Um, so, for the next few weeks, we will still be releasing um, some content, but it just won't be as regularly scheduled as normal. Um I just don't, you know, I'm, I'm just worried, guys, about damaging our reputation of the UK's only weekly Disney podcast, which we seem to have started for no apparent reason. <laughs> so this is my way of, of like, saying... Two that, weekly podcasts. Well, yes, yeah, indeed. Yeah, that's it. We're, go, we're going bi-weekly now. Uh, Listen, no, there's lots of ways to damage our reputation. This is about the only one we haven't tried. That is very true, actually. That is very true. Um, and, and you know, we, unlike some podcasts, we're not contractually obliged to do this either. So we're just doing it because we wanted to. But uh, we'll start off very quickly, and I think I know the answer to one of these questions already. But what are you drinking? And I'm going to go, Mr. D, first. Yeah. Okay. The ground is fertile here. I'm back on the. I'm back on the Bulmers. Uh, no, it's original, original cider. Oh, so reg- regular, regular Bulmers cider there. Okay, regular Bulmers cider. Nice bottle of that. Cheers. Nice, nice. nice. Cheers indeed, uh, Mister P Dubs. I believe you're going to tell me your water. Yeah, I'm afraid so. Yeah. You oh. athlete, you exactly. <laughs> Come Sunday night, there might be a few glutinis. Ooh, glutini! <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm obviously um, secrets out. I've been trying to write a book for Disneyland Paris, which I think I'm getting very near to completing. And now I've got to work on how the hell I'm going to get it out to the masses. Um, and I've been writing about glutinis, and it's only when you write about something like that you realise you've never had one. So that's yeah. that's fun. So, uh, but I think I think in the book I've written it as if I have. So there's a little secret for you. If the book does get indeed published, and I talk about how many glutinis I've had, it's a lie. Um, I, I'm drinking because I started it earlier a, bo- a bottle of cherry tango because uh, you know when you can't find your your two favourite bottles of tango, go for cherry. <laughs> Although I don't know, I like cherry tango, but I think apple's my favourite. Controversial, I know, but apple tango. Oh, I like orange tango, but um, I think there's something about the apple. Uh, other brands of soft fruit drinks, of course, are available, um, as you well know. So um, there's a few bits of news um, that that we've uh, we want to cover this week. Um, I want to start off with some big news, and this to me is probably the biggest news I've had to um, to tell people about this year. I'm really excited. I've been keeping it quite close to my chest, but. Uh, I feel it's now's the time to um, to reveal it because it's it's been publicly announced now. So uh, I'm really pleased to say that uh, finally Funko are releasing a Tron line of pops 
Oh, oh, the relief. Oh, I've been really keeping that one on my hat. I heard rumours a few months ago, uh, but yesterday they announced it. They uh, released some press photos, and it's all great. Um, I, I'm, I like the pop vinyls, but um, it's it's a complete phenomena. Like I remember when I first saw a few of them, I thought, oh, they're quite cool. But they have literally done it for everything. To the point yeah. where they have had Golden Girls pops. Right? I mean, I think at this moment in time, there's very few franchises that haven't been turned into a pop final. <laughs> you know, I, in fact, I think, what, maybe Judge Rinder hasn't had one yet? I don't know. But it's ridiculous to list. So, Tron is a long time coming. Um, and, um, and they look pretty cool. The only thing, and, I, and Paul, I don't know how much you... Are, are following pops, but I think you're probably the only other person on this show that might uh, have an interest in pops. Um, yeah, they have they have chase versions, which used they to do. be quite uh, quite rare. Now they're becoming <laughs> a bit more commonplace. Yeah, but have you seen have you seen the Tron pops? I did look at them quickly yesterday when they popped up. Boom, ching! But I didn't look closely. Well, the pop the uh, sorry the chase versions of these pops just seem to be. A bit more metallic, so both the standard and the regular glow in the dark, which is perfect yeah. because that's exactly what you want from a Tron pop. Um, but the the chase versions um, are just a bit more metallic. And there's two characters that are done, which I thought was intriguing. But then I've been thinking about it a little bit. So you can get Tron himself, and you can get Stark as well. Now, something that people don't know about me, I used to have a boss called Stark. And uh, he was about as scary as uh, Stark was in Tron. So, uh, you know, he's a little bit Emperor Palpatine. But he's gone <laughs> now, so it's okay. Um, a nice guy, just just very scary. Um, so they're the two that they've released. And obviously, the, 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 you know, the, the obvious choice is Flynn. Where's Flynn? Because, yes, the movie's called Tron, but really... The stories about Kevin Flynn and even Tron Legacy is really about Kevin Flynn as well. So I was like, well, well, why have they not done that? But I think I've cracked it. I think I know why there isn't a Kevin Flynn. And that's because I think that they will be releasing, I'll be shocked if they don't, they'll be releasing a vehicle. Yes. Because they do it a lot with Pops, don't they? I mean, he, like yep. Harry Potter, they did like the Hogwarts Express and train carriages yep. with characters and, you know, the Ecto-1 and, and Ant-Man had... Uh, is it Anthony? Anthony, yeah. yeah. The um, DeLorean. Yeah, so, exactly, DeLorean. So, for that reason, I think that's why we've not seen a Kevin Flynn and that they'll do a light cycle pop. Um, now, I'm going to have to buy Tron and, and Stark but I'm not a massive fan of of the vehicles, but um, I, I think I'd be lying if I said I wasn't tempted to buy that, if that is what they're going to do. But I think it's odd that, you know, probably the most important character in the film isn't represented in pop form yet. So I think that's probably what they're going to go and do. I um, wonder whether it might be a park exclusive. There's been a few recently. Oh, yeah, well... Yeah, because they've also got one. They've, they've done, or they're doing one, aren't they, for the collector? Yes, a uh, mission breakout in California. Um, yeah, they've done. Who else have they done? They've done the Yeti uh, yes. from Disneyland. They've done Haunted um, Mansion. Yes, as well. they did the Hitchhiking Ghost. The Ghosts. Yep. yep. Uh, there was something from Pirates of the Caribbean as well. Jack Sparrow. I can't <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't Jack. It was someone else, and I can't remember who it was. Okay. But, the, but um, the, the, you're there's right. been a few. Oh, there was an Indiana Jones one as well, wasn't yes, there? Yes, there was. There was a park yep. exclusive. Um, I mean, the only thing is that Tron at the moment, it's obviously coming to Orlando, but it's nowhere near, you know, they've probably haven't even started groundwork yet. So I don't have to hold off for that long, but I definitely get your logic. I definitely get your logic there. And there's nothing to say that they still won't do it like that, just because yeah, the ride's exactly. not there yet. But yeah, uh, yeah either way. So I'm, I'm you know, very excited uh, to finally see some. I've only got a few pops. Um, this will be the first series I think that I'll have to buy them all for. Um, but saying that, if anybody wants to sell um, a Tobias Funke in his Blue Man painted form, uh, I, I am interested in buying that. So uh, hit me up if you are. Um, that's an arrested development um, thing there. 
Um, anyway, so that's that's what I wanted to get off my chest, but um, I, I don't know where we should go first. We were talking about some important news before we started. Um, Mr. D, let's start with you. Okay, um, I guess uh, on the sad side. Um, yeah, let's get the sadness out of the way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll get that out of the way. Um, but um, Exotensio, I think I pronounced that correctly. Um, passed away uh, this week at age 98 and a lot of people might not think that they that they know Exitensio um, but actually he was involved in he joined I think in 1936 and he was involved in uh, animation for Pinocchio uh, Fantasia Mary Poppins um, and then he was also involved in Attractions when he moved to Wed, Walt Disney Enterprises. Um, was involved in Pirates of the Caribbean and uh, the Haunted Mansion, and actually co-wrote Grim Grinning Ghosts in the Haunted Mansion and uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean uh, song. Yo, um, so yeah, sad that he's uh, or Pirates Life for me. Sorry, sad that he's passed away. Obviously, a, a, a sort of piece of Disney. Heritage gone. Um, so, sad news for uh, Exotensio. Uh, well, well, yes, I imagine it is sad news for him, not that he'll really well, realise. For... But, uh, yeah, his friends and family, most definitely. And, you know, as you say to, to anybody that um, has a strong connection to those attractions, I mean, these aren't crappy attractions or these aren't um, attractions that have kind of gone away. You know, pirates and and um, haunted mansion are still some of the most beloved and, and popular attractions, even nowadays. Even with you know certain changes, um, so I mean the the man has left an incredible legacy um, mm-hmm. in the in the theme park thing. And and to imagine for someone to be there at those early days of Disney. So if you said like, would you say nineteen thirty six? So. 30, yeah, 38 actually. 38, yeah. okay, so that was Snow White, wasn't it? Uh, that was just, I imagine, just after Snow White was kind of finished. Yeah. Um, but still, you know, early days of, of Disney, really, you know. Mm-hmm. Disney oh, yeah, right, really right, yeah. 10 years old at that point. So, um, yeah, so, that, you know, someone that must have seen some stuff in his time. I mean, 98, though, I mean, it's a, it's an incredible age to get to. Yeah. So, yeah, that's good. So bloody good innings, but um, yeah, he was yeah. named a Disney Legend in '96. Does he have a window? Well, yeah, I think he does. Yeah. Has one in both parks, I believe. Wow. Yeah, and there can't be too many of those. Yeah. So that's uh, that's really impressive. Right? Well, yeah, as you said, it's sad, but um, you know his his work will will live on and continue to uh, uh, to impress people and. Um, yeah, you know those things will never go away. Um, you know, don't, especially those songs. I mean, even the other day, um, we um, my daughter chose a pirate book for her to be read at, at bedtime, and she started singing "Yo Ho," and it's you know, as, as a parent, it's those things you don't expect, you don't imagine. Well, even if you imagine it, it's weird when it actually happens that your kids start singing stuff like that. Um, it's it's very unusual. So I mean, those songs have transcended generations, um, and will continue to do so. So uh, yeah, he'll 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 be missed, but he'll also be fondly remembered, um, you know, for many years to come. So uh, yeah, it's good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Mister, um, do you want to did you want to talk about the the other story you had there? Uh, yeah, sure. So, um, the other one was uh, Walt Disney Presents uh, opens or has opened in September. So this was um, this was one man's dream, and it's now um, going to be. It's still a walkthrough exhibit, yeah. and it's still got some of the original features of one man's dream. But then, um, it's it's going to be used as a as a sort of showcase. Um, you know, for 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 different things at different times, so it's going to be um, it's going to have a, a sort of changeable aspect to it. Yeah. Uh, 
so yeah, that's uh, that's just opened in Hollywood Studios or reopened in Hollywood Studios, um, and uh, I think at the minute um, they've got uh, some of the uh, character meet and greets in there. Uh, I think Baby Groot is in there, and the Star Lord from the Guardians of the Galaxy Two. Yeah. So uh, a number of number of different things. Uh, currently showcasing the Toy Story Land model, mm-hmm. I believe. They yeah. are, yeah, they have, um, and it's the first look at, at the at the um, the aliens attraction that's going to be there, yeah. which I still yeah. couldn't work out from that model what it was going to be. But what I did get, and to be honest, I mean, I'd, I'd seen uh, photos and artist impressions of what Toy Story Land was going to be like, but. In a way, I'm slightly disappointed. It looks exactly the same as Paris and Hong Kong. Yeah, except for Slinky Dog's humongous takes up the whole whole land. Yeah, I mean, what I mean is, is that the actual theming of it is yeah. almost identical. Um, yeah. yeah, Slinky Dog is obviously looks to be a much better ride than the one that they've got in the previous parks, I and mean, it's a completely yeah. different ride. You know, it's not a uh, a, a small kiddie coaster. It's, it's. I mean, it's still. A, it looks like a kiddie coaster, but it looks uh, a lot more exciting than the ones that you've got at those parks. But I was just a bit surprised. At, you know, I mean, Disneyland Paris's Toy Story Land opened up about eight years ago, nine years yeah. ago, something like that. So for them to open one that will be based on something that was ten years old by the time it opens. Uh, or thereabouts, I just think they could have probably put a bit more effort in. I, I definitely think it's just a placeholder to tie them over yeah. to Star Wars Land. I don't think it was ever any more any more than that. When you think that they could have put Cars Land in there, I mean, I get yeah, what they, or, I get what they haven't. Yeah, I think because the difference with Cars Land is Cars Land is the other side of the country, yeah. whilst you know Toy Story Land is the other side of the world. So I I. I I get it, but I just think Toy- Cars Land looks a lot more exciting than Toy Story Land yeah. does. Uh, yeah. And I think they could have done uh, the stuff that we've talked about, the Monsters Inc. stuff, could have been done if they were really that desperate to put something in that was going to be wow factor. Yeah. Just just something different that they hadn't done before, whereas this just seems to be let's tie them over for a year until yeah. we can get Star Wars Land opened. But the other thing they're showcasing in there as well is they've got um, some artwork for the Mickey and Minnie Runaway Runaway Railway. This is for you to say. Yeah, it wasn't. (laughs) And I haven't even been drinking. (laughs) But yeah, they've got some artwork showcasing that as well. I mean, I love, I personally love One Man's Dream. And I think we've talked about this before about it would be a shame if we were to lose it because to me One Man's Dream represents the history of, of the park where it's come from the history of the man himself yeah. and I think there should always be uh, a part of that in the parks um, yeah. as a reminder and an education to, to people does it need to be in the studios? No um, but, I, but I don't care where it is it just needs to be somewhere but I think this new idea of them having a section where they're talking about the future which is, I suppose, they've done before in stuff like the Blue Sky, uh, like kind of exhibits. But if that's what they're going to do permanently, I think I'm all for that because it mm. keeps it relevant and it also means you're going to keep going back there. Yeah, one of the things we talked about on a previous episode though was if you moved it out of the park, you could put it in Disney Springs. I mean, there's, you know, I guess they'd be giving up retail space, but at the minute they're giving up attraction space in the in the park. And if it is a preview center, there's a lot of people who go. To, Disney Springs, yeah. who don't have park tickets, and it might encourage them, you know, to visit the parks to see some of the new stuff. And it would just be nice to see some kind of attraction in Disney Springs beyond just shopping and eating. Now that Disney Quest is gone, yeah, rest in peace, Disney Quest. Oh, I'm still gassed about that. Mm-hmm. So's uh, Disney Quest. That's got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Did I read? There was, did we talk about they were selling stuff off, weren't we? Yeah, yeah, they were. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that now. Yeah, um, 
Yeah, so I'm, I'm glad it's I'm glad it's back open. I'm glad it looks like they it's it's there for the long haul anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I think it'll be good. I mean, I'd like to. I see. I saw a few images of the um, the new Mickey ride from that exhibit, but um, it doesn't give too much away. You know, obviously yeah. it's based on those new shorts. We knew that anyway. Um, but it doesn't give too much away about what the attraction is going to be like. Was there a, was there a picture of a vehicle? Yeah, a little car. Mickey yeah. and Minnie in a little car. Yeah. So I don't know if that's going to be like an animatronic or one of the actual ride vehicles, but um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm excited to see it. I mean, I love the great movie ride, but, um, you know, I think it's good that they're finally having a, a, a Mickey Mouse attraction, as it were. In fact, I, I still can't believe they never had one. Really? What's the closest yeah. they had to it? Filler Magic? Yeah, which is, uh, I heard someone else say that that's basically Donald's Filler Magic. Yeah, well, it is really. Mickey's yeah. hardly even in there. Yeah, no, it is actually. Like Nave said that, of course, it's about Donald Duck. It's Donald Duck goes on a crazy adventure. It's just Mickey Mouse that kickstarts it. But yes, you're right. Yeah. I think it's is it called Mickey's Filler Magic? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's why I, that was the first thing that came to my head. But you're absolutely right. In fact, one of my favourite bits of um, of Disney merchandise, like the random stuff that you get in Disney. Um, and I don't. I've got no idea if they still do them because we got one when we was last there. But they used to have a uh, rubber duck, like a bath duck, that was shaped to Donald Duck wearing the Fantasia hat mm-hmm. uh, for that attraction. Uh, and it was one of those things that made complete sense, really. You know, who you know, everyone loves a bath duck. Everyone loves Donald Duck. Um, it tied in with the attraction. It was great. But uh, just one of those quirky things that you think, yeah, someone's someone's come up with a, a, an idea here of, of trying to repurpose merchandise. It worked well. The Tis After Dark podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.hhnunofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Hi, this is Wendy Prater at Magical Journeys Travel, proud sponsor of the Dis After Dark podcast. How can you be prepared for your next Disney vacation? By booking with me. You don't want to be that guy that's stuck in the crowds, waiting in the four-hour Pandora lines, and being turned away at restaurants. Contact me at WPMagicJourneys.com. Tell me you heard this ad at Dis After Dark to get $25 off your deposit. Best of all, there's no charge for my services, so Hakuna Matata, because you will... Um, cool. Okay. Um, P Dubs, there was a couple of bits you wanted to uh, to bring to the table as well. Yeah, the first bit, and I completely forgot to mention this before we started, was the the uh, surprise visit at Disneyland Paris today. Well, yeah, that, I mean that was breaking, wasn't it? I suppose earlier. Yeah. Um, and I've not really seen it pop up uh, too many places other than where you found it and in our yeah. Facebook yeah. <laughs> chat. Um, but Can yeah. John- Yes, yes, he's, he's come <laughs> yeah, over. Yeah, Donald Trump. <laughs> um, but no, I mean the the, the Disney big dogs. Were yeah, over. three of them. So yeah. who was over? Tom, Tom Fitzgerald, who's the senior creative uh, executive for Imagineering at Disneyland Paris. Uh, Bob Vice, who's president of Imagineering, and the big man himself, Mr. Bob Iger. Wow. Uh, the visit, and I have seen people got selfies with him. Wow. He was posing and, and everything. I was a bit confused as to why they were looking at Phantom Manor. Well, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Um, yeah. I wondered if the if the reason for it is because it's one of those attractions that is, is vastly different. Yeah. You know, like Big Thunder Mountain is different in Paris, but it still looks kind of the same. Um, it, it's just a bit better. But Phantom Manor, although based on the Haunted Mansion, I I don't consider them the same ride at all. 
No, they aren't. So maybe that that was why. Um, I don't know, but I, I certainly thought the choice of where they were was interesting as well. Yeah, there's, there's been rumours for a while. I think ever since I joined this podcast that there, something was going to be done with Phantom Manor. That it was going to get an upgrade and a, a possible change of storyline. Really? What to yeah. make it less scary? Or I don't really know. I think to give it a bit more of a coherent storyline. Right. Um, obviously, there is a, there's a storyline that runs through the whole land, hmm. but I think they want to kind of tie it in together a bit better. And it's that cool. was. It's kind of weird, though. You know, with all the things that you could do in Disneyland Paris, why, you know, I mean, Phantom Manor, from what I remember, is is, is pretty good, you know? Oh, it's, it's very I, I popular as well. Yeah. 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 It is. But I think, as Paul said, that what's interesting about Phantom Manor is the fact that the entire... Uh, that, that part of Adventureland, it's all tied into a, a longer story. Mm. which isn't really referenced anywhere. No. Um, I mean, there's a great website. I want to say it's called Doom Buggies. I think it's called DoomBuggies.com. Yeah. And they have the... Yeah, Jeff something runs it. can't remember what his surname is. Oh, okay. Um, but on there, you can actually read about the um, the, sto- the, the story of Phantom Manor and um, how it integrates into uh, Thunder Mesa is what that area is called. And that that um, encapsulates Phantom Manor and Big Thunder Mountain as well um, and you know there was like an earthquake during the gold rush and you you know when you're going on uh, the Phantom Manor attraction you go to where the town was decimated um, it, it's very interesting to read the story but like going on that ride it doesn't really explain anything does it? No. It's just scenes um, so if you don't know the story you're not going to you know, going on the ride will not explain it for you. You need to look at it afterwards. So maybe that's it. Maybe it's just seen as a bit confusing. I don't know. Could, could it even be that, um, you know, they're looking to make a big change because obviously uh, outside Phantom Manor uh, is where you get your Jack and Sally meet and greet. Yeah. During Halloween. And obviously in California we have the Haunted Mansion holiday, which is the. Uh, not before Christmas re-theming uh, and also years and years ago um, there was rumours of them making a uh, Nightmare Before Christmas ride and I think it was I th- you know from, from what I understood um, Nightmare Before Christmas was more popular in Europe than it was in America until Hot Topic discovered it and obviously then everybody loves Nightmare Before Christmas but I think when it first came out, it was um, more um, celebrated in Europe. So uh, maybe for that reason, you know, could they possibly be thinking of of changing the ride completely? Because they could they could probably get away with it, to be honest, in Paris, because yeah. it's not been there as long. Um, it was a reimagining of an, an an older Disney attraction, so it's not like this is Walt's work or anything, do you know what I mean, like it's based on that idea but the storyline's completely different so they could, that's probably the only Haunted Mansion they could make a dramatic change to and get away with it mm. What's, I was just uh, again looking up while we were talking what happened about the Haunted Mansion Grandma Del, Del Toro movie so. <laughs> Still seems to be uh, hanging around in the background. Yeah, I think it's not yeah. being canned, but mm. yeah, it's a bit like um, a lot of of things like that. I, th- I mean, I think he's very, very eager to do it, but then he did that. What was that film we did the other year? Uh, uh it was it was named after a house, I think. Yeah, yeah it wasn't very good. Loki was in it. Crimson um, Tom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, people saw that as you know being gothicy and set in a in a big haunted house, and was that his kind of calling mm. card or something? That didn't do very well, but um, wasn't bad though. I saw it, Crimson Peak, wasn't it? Crimson, Crimson Peak. Peak, that's it. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah. I I, I, didn't pretty... to, I didn't get to see it, but um, yeah, I, I heard mixed things on it. But I think it's it was like a, a it was a Halloween horror nights maze. Was it really in in Hollywood? Hollywood. I believe. 
Okay, yeah. I didn't really realise that. Okay. Um, I mean, for me, um, it it seems to be like another one of those like answered lists of of films because I remember when John Favreau was announced as directing a film called I think it was called The Magic Kingdom, and it was yeah. essentially going to be um, a cross between Ridley Pearson's. Uh, books, uh, Kingdom Keeper books, of, and do you know what a first title is in the Kingdom Keeper series? First title, yeah. So there's, I think um, there's like six or seven books in this yeah, series. Yeah, I've got the first one, I think, somewhere. Oh, what well, a first one! It's called Disney After Dark. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, right, okay. And, yeah. and it's not what this podcast was named after, but yeah. it was interesting nonetheless. Um, so it's going to be a cross between uh, those books and Night in the Museum, where basically after hours the, uh, the Magic Kingdom would come to life, mm-hmm. and that was announced probably about ten years ago, and mm-hmm. not a sniff. Um, and obviously, The Rock is going to be uh, skipping a boat in uh, the Jungle Cruise movie. Yeah. And wasn't yeah. Favreau linked to another? Wasn't he linked to a Tower of Terror movie as well? Uh, Steve Gutenberg definitely was. <laughs> Uh, and Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not sure, but I mean, he's. I'm I mean, sure there was definitely talk of one. Well, he was. He was announced for. You know, he's definitely associated with a few, and obviously the only one that, um, or the well, two, uh, is the Jungle Book, and uh, you know, the Lion King is is doing now as well. Um, and I think is he still? I think there's still rumours of a Jungle Book two as well. Believe that's that's next. Yeah, mm. he's finished the Lion King. I think he's probably left a bit too late for that. I think he needs to have done that the other way around. But regardless, um, so yeah. So I, I, again, I think it's one of those things that's a bit of a pipe dream. I actually think the Magic Kingdom idea is a great idea for a film. To be honest, yeah. yeah. Um, I thought Tomorrowland was meant to be a good idea for a film. Well, you know what? I I I have a lot of um, I've I shouldn't have any sympathy for Tomorrowland because it fucked up uh, Tron Three. But um, you know, I, I I didn't hate it. I just think it was a bit misjudged. And I, on top of it being misjudged, I also think Disney didn't know what to do with it. Yeah. No, I don't think they understood what it was. Um, yeah, it certainly wasn't what they advertised it to be. That's no. for sure. No, and I rewatched bit... it recently, actually. Oh yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, it's it's the kind of movie you you want to like it. You know what I mean? You you hope it's going to be good. And I rewatched it, and I thought, yeah, this is going to be great. But no, no. it's the characters are just annoying, just like really annoying. Mm. I haven't watched it I, Yeah, I haven't rewatched. I, I bought it. Um, I bought it in the sale, but I've not rewatched it since saw it at the cinema. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, I just think, um, yeah, well, he obviously didn't do what they wanted it to. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, and, it, and as I said, messed up my Tron three, so. Uh, Thank God I like Brad Bird and he's doing The Incredibles too. That's all I can. That's all I can say. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, we don't know what they're actually over there for, but obviously this is the first time I, th- I suppose since the uh, the buyout that the big yeah. wigs have been over, isn't it? I I believe Mr. Iger was there for the 25th anniversary. Um, he didn't show his face, but we were led to believe he was there. Um, but since then, I don't think he's been over. Yeah. And obviously, it was still going through at that point. So, yeah, this is the first um, since it's all gone down that that's yeah. happened. So, it's big news, and, and obviously, you know, they're not going to be there for no reason. So, it's it's interesting to try and see what they're they're there for, I suppose. Yeah, um, yeah. I shall keep my eye out later on in the week. Please do, because. Yeah. Uh, as I said at the top of the show, people are starting to go on holiday now, and although you could argue it's not really a holiday, <laughs> P-Dubs... I'm going to enjoy it the best I can. Yeah, P Dubs is going away to Disneyland Paris this week for Run Disney. I am um, for my sins. Your sins. You've been training very hard. You're going to do. Uh, yeah. You're going to do well. I'm, I've actually got to go on a run tonight. I've. Um, I, I'm. Uh, I'm going for um, a job. Which I need to be a bit fit for, and I've got a fitness test. So I've been, I've been running for the first time in about three years, um, and I've been doing one of those couch to five k apps, mainly because I found one where Joe Wiley is your coach, and she's just got such a sexy voice. I was like, that's the app for me. So I've been running with Joe Wiley, which has been very exciting. 
So I've not a zombie one. Not not a zombie one. No, no, just a normal one. Um, but uh, yeah, so I've been trying to get myself back into match fitness, but uh, I'm not running the distances that you are running, Paul. And am I right in thinking you're running two races at the weekend? He's gone. I'm here. <laughs> it's three races. That's the punishment because I got I got it wrong. He, he punished me by going yeah. silent. So um, you've got a small one, a medium run, and then yeah. the big one. Yeah, as well. So, All in um, about thirty six hours. Lovely jubbly. Lovely Friday jubbly. night, Saturday morning, Sunday morning. Oh. And uh, what are the middles this year? Uh, the five k is. Lumiere. The 10k is Fairy Godmothers. Right. And the the full one is the same as last year, more or less, other than that it's changed colours to the, the 25th anniversary colours. So it's a castle medal, essentially. Yeah, yeah. with Mickey, yeah. Okay. And then, obviously, for doing that, I get a extra medal as well. Oh, okay. The, the Bibbity Bobbity Challenge. Surely across. <laughs> it should be. should be maybe British Red Cross by the end of it but yeah uh, so that's that's Cinderella's carriage it's, on a, that. it's a shame I I think I, mean, I know it's hard but it, it does seem a bit girly yeah things of that like you know I think it works you know for me it works better when it's more unisex you know, yeah. I'm not somebody. You know, I, I don't think you, you know you can't have something girly. You know, far from it. You know, my son's tried on uh, an Elsa dress before. No problem with that at all. But I think in terms of making you want to do it, I would be less inclined to want to race for a Cinderella medal than I would yeah. a you know Mickey and Friends or a Goofy yeah. medal or something. Do you know what I mean? Like it just seems a bit too princessy. Yeah. See, I've kind of said that I think it's not French enough. Mm. Obviously, you've got Lumiere on one of them, but then the rest of them are kind of yeah, just normal. And it's and it's weird that in the year that you know Beauty and the Beast is uh, you know is one of the the year's biggest films, and I think at the moment I think it still may be the biggest film of the year. Um, I mean, obviously Darren Aronofsky's Mother has come close. <laughs> Um, but other than that, um, you know, until Star Wars, I don't, I don't think there'll, there'll be any competition there. Um, and I think because of when Star Wars comes out, it probably will finish the year as the the year's biggest movie. Um, so I'm, I, I, you know, and so knowing that that's the case, and that you know, obviously, Beauty and the Beast is French. I'm surprised they haven't gone this year for a Beauty and the Beast theme. Yeah, throughout, I was. I was really surprised as well. Yeah. I have to be honest. Yeah, mm. yeah. So, and there's so many other French stories as well. Well, you got Hunchback, Hunchback, Aristocats, Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Uh, they did the Ratatouille one last year, though, didn't they? Yeah, the Ratatouille one was the 5K last year. Yeah. So I, I, I get that. Although you know they only use Remy for it. You know, there's lots of characters in that that they could uh, they could use. But um, and do you think they'll announce next year's? run at this year's event they i'm sure they did last year yeah i'm sure it was already confirmed that they were coming back last year yeah i mean i can't see how they won't i mean this year's event um from my understanding has been hard to get a uh a bid for in, yeah. in terms of uh the amount available to how many sold on the the pre-sale and that um so you know they're obviously successful you're still getting people flying in from all over the world, so uh, you know I, I can't uh, see any reason why they wouldn't. Yeah, I and mean, with the way things are going in California with the running, uh, that it might not continue. Oh, why is that? I, because they've had issues with the Anaheim government, um, because obviously a lot of it is run outside the parks, right. which isn't under Disney's control. They have to close roads off, um, and I don't think the money is there right for Anaheim as a whole um to continue it so at the moment um the superhero half marathon in November is the last one you can book wow 
Um, they did a pre-sale on the next Star Wars one in January, but hasn't gone on sale to the public. So you're only what three, four months away from that, and you can't book it. So I wouldn't be surprised if Paris doesn't get a second one at some point. Wow. Yeah, because anything in Paris is the climate. Um, you know, the thing is, they can have those in California all year round, and they can have those in um, in, in Disney World pretty much all year round. But uh, you know, in Paris, really, you know, you're probably looking at March. It's probably the earliest you'd have one, maybe April. Yeah. So unless you did like April and September. Yeah, September's late, but you know I think when you get into October, you're getting into risky territory there about the temperatures starting to drop and the weather being yeah. a bit on the on the funny side. So yeah, it's um, cold enough in the mornings in September. Exactly, I don't think you could go any later. No, no, that's it exactly. So so you'd probably be looking early summer if they had a, had a second one. Yeah, they've yeah. got they've got runs in April May time in the states, so it wouldn't surprise me if it wasn't around those times. Hmm. If we get a second one, oh, no, I'm gutted. I, I, you know, this year is, uh, you know, after last year, not after hearing you talk about it, I really wanted to do Run Disney, um, like this year. Um, but you know, I've only started running again recently, and uh, unfortunately, I'm, I'm, I'm going away this week. I'm not sure where I'm going, but I'm going away somewhere. Um, so I was preoccupied, um, but I would certainly be interested in the future. Uh, absolutely because I mean the thing is the fact that they do like three races there's pretty much a race for everyone isn't there yeah there really is so, and there's kids races as well yeah are you um, same morning. are you uh, gonna try and take more photos this time or are you I'm actually taking the camera to film the 5 and 10k right so there'll be videos up on Magical Kingdom of Waltz YouTube channel at some point mm-hmm. over the next couple of weeks There'll be photos as well. The the half marathon I'm I'm setting out for a personal best, so I won't be filming or taking photos during that. But the five and ten k I will be, and they're they're both mainly in the park. So, are you not filming it um, when you're trying to go for a personal best because your video camera is in uh, a hat similar to the one that Homer Simpson wore when he was undercover? <laughs> Basically, yeah. Yeah, like a massive, a massive uh, cowboy hat. I've actually become one of those, and I've bought a monopod to carry with my camera on the top of Mr. D any idea about what a monopod it sounds like it sounds like saying out of War of the Worlds (laughs) it kind of looks like that I have to be honest (laughs) basically it's just a selfie stick that doesn't extend right okay fair enough I'd I'd buy one of those you do that in the park yeah well I think you can because from what I understand with selfie sticks, it's, it's the fact that you can extend them that's the problem, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think you can. I, I, you know, I was tempted to get um, to get some, like a GoPro that you can strap to your chest or something. Yeah. Or, or wear like a, a, a one of those light headbands, but um, yeah, it's just, well, it's just, there's so much stuff now, isn't there, that you yeah. can buy for this kind of thing. So that's uh, that's good. Um, just quickly, Paul, is there anything else that you wanted to um, to bring to the table? Yeah, I was just gonna gonna bring up the the new Halloween um, offerings at California Adventure. Aye. Um, Cars Land. Uh, happy Halloween. Yeah. Uh, I, I've watched a few like walkthroughs and ride throughs on the the rides, and it it just looks great. And my little boy sat here in front of the TV at least twice and gone, when are we going there, Daddy? <laughs> I want to go and see Halloween in Carsland. When are we going? When you've emptied your piggy banks up. Yeah. Uh... So so we've got uh, Mater's Junkyard Jamboree is now Mater's Graveyard Jamboree. Right. Um, like and Luigi's Rollicking Roadsters transforms into Luigi's Honking Halloween. <laughs> okay. So the two rides have had overlays. Uh, for the first time, um, and Radiator Springs is now Radiator Screams. Nice. So nice. they've got a load of new food offerings as well that are Halloween based. You've also got a couple of meet and greets um, with characters in their Halloween costumes. So Mace is dressed as a vampire, and uh, Lightning is now a superhero. Okay. Um, and you also see Red the fire truck dressed as a clown. So anybody that's scared of clowns, 
don't go to Cars Land. <laughs> now a lot of people have got problems with clowns at the moment. Michael, could you imagine if you didn't like clowns or fire engines? Like, you'd be absolutely so, buggered. So, yep, yeah, and all the, the shops have been redecorated, and there's now a shrine to Doc in one of the shops. Like a uh, Mexican shrine, like in Coco. Oh, okay, like Day of the Dead. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and there's, like, a few Day of the Dead pictures, murals in the windows of the shops and, and things like that as well. Now, um, so it's really been done properly. Now, what's this I've seen as well about the buildings having eyes? There's also, yeah, they, the uh, the main town hall has got like a wreath on the front of it, and it's got little eyes in it that look at you. I saw no, I I saw, I thought I saw, and maybe I saw a weird clip. Um, I thought I saw a building where the the um, the windows were massive eyes. That Possibly. And I couldn't get my head around it because I could understand it with a car, but not with a building. And I thought, well, they now saying that the buildings are like cars and that they're also alive as well because that'd be really weird. Possibly. There's also some zombie cars around. Um, in fact, there's a dead Mr. Toad's ride car in the <laughs> middle of Radiator Springs. Oh, that's brilliant. Uh, that you can get in another photo taken with. Um, there's like little spiders made out of like bits of cars and jerry cans and things like that all over the buildings and yeah. the, the the cones uh the cozy cone motel all have eyes and mouths and that light up at night so it looks like they're like spooky wasn't that a wes craven film the crazy cones <laughs> have eyes <laughs> possibly one of, his, one of his lower budget attempts of a, yeah. of a film um, but I, no, it does sound good. I mean, I've, I, I want to go and see Cars and anyway. I'm I'm, I'm still not yeah. a massive fan of the franchise. I loved Cars Three, admittedly. I yeah. really thought that was a good film. But um, you know, I, overall, I'm not a big fan. But the whole land and the rides do look really good. So uh, yeah, one day I can't wait to get to get over there. Yeah, uh, I think that's going to be our next Disney trip. I don't, I don't, I don't the next got... big one is California. Yeah. They put a lot of effort into the holiday stuff. Well, yeah. I, think, I think they do in general. I think they do. Yeah. I mean, you know, you look at um, you know haunted mansion as well. You know that you know it's not just sticking a few things up. Uh, I mean, it's, it is sticking such stuff up, but you know they they do a good job with it. Um, and yeah. then the space mountain as well gets this overlay. Yeah, yeah. In fact, it's weird that like, you don't get those overlays in Disney World, do you? No. They don't do, really do overlays yeah. of anything. But uh, they do it in California. But yeah, they. They do seem to do a good job, so maybe that's it. Maybe that's what we could hope to see at, at Disneyland Paris. You know, maybe some more overlays. It would certainly bring people more. You know, it would pique my interest if they did uh, overlays for certain rides. I know technically they've just done the first one with Star Wars mm-hmm. uh, for Space Mountain, um, but um, that seems a bit more permanent than just an overlay. So it'd be interesting to see. Um, if that's the first of many. Yeah, they seem to be moving all the Star Wars stuff down that end, aren't they? Because they're moving Jedi training into what was Captain EO. Oh, really? Yeah. That always made sense to me. In fact, when I first heard about Jedi training, I thought that's where it was. I didn't realise it was in Videopolis. Yeah, Videopolis uh, is all cordoned off at the moment. Interesting. So you can't see anything on the stage. Okay, okay. Yeah, no... They're taking all the props down. Yeah. I think that's a smart move. And if they do end up turning Planet Holly, Planet Hollywood, uh, Pizza Planet into that Star Wars cantina or something, I think they're onto uh, they're onto something. Then we've just got to get Autopia turned into the speeder bike attraction, and jobs are good. Well, oh, what are we going to do with the Nautilus? I can just stay there. You know what? You can actually <laughs> you can actually turn it into a crashed a crashed uh, rebel um, ship. You know, the, uh, I was waiting Rebel... for you to say it was going to be something to do with Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks' watery rave. That'd be a good attraction. Um, oh, he could swim up to the window and go, oh, yeah. help, and he'd be like, ah. Um, but no, I mean, you could you could probably get like a Rebel transport ship. Yeah. You know, crash into the moor. I think that'd be quite good. But uh, yeah, and then just rip out Buzz Lightyear. Do whatever with that, who cares? Well, they're getting rid of it in Hong Kong, aren't they? So. Yeah. 
like you could make a good oh could you imagine making a stormtrooper ride train to be a stormtrooper and you like <laughs> you end the ride by hitting like two targets <laughs> your laser guns are obviously not synced um, you can have that one for free um, but no thank you thank you for that for that guys I think uh, it was a bit more news out there than I than I remembered but yeah. um, as I said like you know we wanted to put this out as a regular ish episode because the content's going to be a bit more spread in the next few weeks. Mr. Lee, I don't think you're going away, are you? Uh, no. No. No, um, not at all. But I'll be, uh, I'll be looking forward to hearing about the various people that are going away and the various trip reports. And yes, yes. Well, Posting stuff online, so uh, it should I, be fun over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, Craig is definitely going to be uh, sticking videos up. Uh, I think he'll probably do some live Facebook Live as well while he's... Uh, He's out in Orlando, so keep your eye out mm-hmm. for that. P-Dubs, you're only going away for a short holiday. Um, yeah. Amanda, I think, is probably going away the longest out of all of us. Yeah, she's going, she's going for... Weeks yeah. Or so, isn't she? So that's mm. good. I think Mr. Ripley's going out at some point, and uh, yeah, I'm not even discussing where I'm going, so that's good. Um, but we will still put stuff out. It will just be a bit more sporadic, so bear with us. Um, it, the best thing to do if you haven't already is subscribe because if you subscribe it comes straight into your um, Apple device your Android device on your computer whatever it is um, however you consume the show so that's that's the best thing to do and if you are currently subscribing um, just click unsubscribe and then click subscribe again then unsubscribe then subscribe again because it helps boost the numbers for some ridiculous reason um, and then leave us a review and leave us a review as well yes yeah. I don't think we've ever had one for a while no yeah but so they're always good especially the ones where they slag us off I like those <laughs> the best um, I wish I could we don't get them very often do we we don't get them that often but I always wish I could reply back because they've only got some not very interesting points but ones that I want to know a little bit more about but you can't speak to them and it's, it's a shame but um, you know Leave us a review, leave us some abuse if you want, that's fine. Or find us on Twitter, give us some abuse there, whatever you choose. Um, or be nice to us. We do like people being nice as well, we're just not that used to it. Um, but, gents, thank you very much um, for joining me. Um, and we'll be back with some more podcasts, both Diz and Universe After Dark, in the near future. So, until then, uh, we'll see you later. See ya. Good luck, Paul. Yeah. Cheers, thank you. Thank you for listening to this show. If you would like to support us and the other After Dark Podcast Network shows, please visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash disafterdark. That's P-A-T-R-E-R-N dot com slash disafterdark. As well as supporting the show, there are other goodies available, including badges and soon t-shirts available as a thank you for your support. Podcast.